BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's going on? You're listening to, or maybe watching. That's a weird thing that we do now. This is new. Uh, the Film Drunk Fratcast. Yeah. Or maybe it's just the Fratcast. I don't think I'm allowed to say that anymore. You're watching the Fratcast. I'm Vince Mancini. That's right. I'm joined, as always, live and in the flesh with my old pal. You know him. You love him. He's the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lieb. Hey, I didn't come up with a song in time. What's going on, dude? How you doing, every, everyone out there on the internet? Are you ready to buy some crypto? <laughs> We're just doing like regular dudes do, which is... Uh, this is sit, the future. Sit two abreast uh-huh. on a couch <laughs> while staring into our laptops and not uh, uh-huh. looking at each other. While yeah, no, this is... oh. We were muted that whole time. Oh. I just found out we were muted. <laughs> oh, you guys missed so much good banter, just dude. Now. Yeah, we had a lot of things. Uh, you know, the good thing is, is that I'm recording this as well on audio, mm. um, so they'll get both. So, like, yeah, so they'll get to listen to. Uh, yeah. the, if you go to www.patreon.com/slash/rockcast, <laughs> you forgot the HTTP. <laughs> yes, uh, if you do the, all that uh, and subscribe, then you will get the first two minutes of the show that just happened. Um, Anyways, it was an introduction. What's going on? Yeah, you know, the thing I'm that we Vince do. Mancini, he's Matt Lieb. Yeah. We're doing a weird thing. Um, how's it going? I met uh, met your baby for the first time. I tonight. know. You did. Look yeah. at me. Look good- at me. <laughs> the thing about doing like a real broadcast, like, uh, you know, in the same room is that you don't look at me when we're doing a real broadcast either. Like you are staring away right now i mean where should i be looking i feel it feels weird to just like look at you in the eyes like i don't this. think it's weird at all all right that's it's, what friends it's not do. so much weird it's just like uncomfortable like if you were sitting across from me i feel like we'd be then i'd have to have two cameras and a switcher that goes back and forth yeah. between the cameras i'm not arguing the logistics i'm just telling you like it seems weird to like do no it's fine you don't have to look at me I actually have very the... stiff traps i'm like old and broken I, I think it's better that you don't look at me to be honest because yeah. i feel like I'd mess you up. Yeah, and it's like Sigma for us to be um, not looking at each other. In the That's eye. is that like one of the new cool types of men? I feel like uh, there was like alpha males and beta males. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they just skipped and over then, gamma delta delta I, I, I think they decided that those didn't sound badass enough and then mm. sigma i think is like and correct me if i'm wrong chat uh hearts in the chat if you know what i'm talking about um i don't really know what hearts in the chat means i think they just put hearts they yeah they like it yeah it might be that um Sigma is the like alpha ist of alpha males. Mm. Am I, am I right about that? Sigma grind set. Someone said. No, I think it's like uh, Sigma is like you're like a cool outsider, and alpha mm. is like a Chad, okay. and a Sigma is like the guy in the corner in the meme who's like they don't know that I'm the coolest guy here. Yeah, and while everyone's dancing. That's right. They don't know that I'm gonna blog about this later. Right. It's yeah, gonna yeah. get so many hits. <laughs> the guy who played. I think it was the Predator is... Hey, it's me. Hey, it's my cousin Predator. <laughs> hey, I'm the Predator. <laughs> all right. Where'd you go? Are you all covered in mud? All right. He is from <laughs> Fresno, so he can do that. You teed it up and then you're going to... I didn't tee it up. Yeah, I just said... All right. The point is, is he... Uh, <laughs> you don't want to say Predator again because you knew what I'd do. The, the <laughs> P word is very active on Twitter. Uh -huh. um, and uh, he has that meme where he's standing at the party uh, alone in a corner. And it goes, <laughs> they don't know that I'm the Predator. <laughs> uh, so anyways, the frock... Fuck! <laughs> All right, we're back. Here's the thing. I don't... <laughs> We I don't. Didn't, we didn't know your camera had an auto off. Okay, so function. I don't know where in the, sh the in the switch for the camera to make it not um, automatically uh, turn off. I think after five minutes. So mm, okay, well, that, have fun doing that. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna keep it rolling, keep sure. it rocking. Yeah. Uh, this is what do you expect from this? Was a no. last minute thing, Vince. You're, you've come that's down like that last minute. Well, we had like two days. Well, no, but you came that you said you were coming down, and I was like, "That's cool. Let's do a live broadcast." Mm -hmm. Look at me! And uh, then you, we, we're gonna go out to dinner tonight. He's taking me out to a lovely dinner. Where are we going? A pump. Are you taking off your shirt? No, just my jacket. My yak. I think I'm my jacket. Okay, take it off. Uh, we're going to a place called Pump, which is totally normal name. Uh, and then I was like, Hey, if we're going to be frauding, I, I just bought this new camera. Let's, let's do a live stream. We yeah. haven't done this in forever, dude. I, I don't remember you pitching the live part, but I was like, sure. I know we're a video podcast now, so that's kind of part of the, part of the deal. Well, not necessarily. We're going to do a few video podcasts here and there, mm -hmm. uh, just to see how it works. Sure. Obviously I'm going to work out the thing where the camera turns off every once in a while. I don't know how to change that. Like a button. I'm positive there's a button, but I don't know where in the settings is. Okay, how about this? While you, uh, while we're doing the broadcast, uh huh. Shout out, you know, just sound off in the chat if you know how to make it stop turning off. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, great. It is a Sony. Uh, we're trying it, to crowdsource a producer. It's a 4K uh, handycam. It's uh, the the model is called FDR. Mm -hmm. 30 something or 50 something. So let me know how that works out and uh, you guys can Google it. Do you want to, you want to talk content yet? Or are we going to, I don't know. Oh, actually, I heard that you are sending your child to a daycare where all of the other parents are also comedians. No, that's not necessarily 
the case. Uh, it well, okay, yes, mm-hmm. but it's not because we're like we want the comedian daycare. <laughs> no, it's because uh, we, uh, Mister Chuckles, <laughs> it's a clown, <laughs> La- laugh parents, uh, yeah, funny daycare, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on, let's see. Does did anyone figure it out? Click the button. Someone says no. Yeah, nobody knows. Um, no, it's because that's the, like what we get recommended. All of our friends with kids are comedians mm. with kids. So, yeah. and it's right around the corner and it is a uh, beautiful little daycare. And I'm very excited about I it. I like that you're part of an entire like shadow economy where you go, you go to the therapist that specializes in comedians. And now uh-huh. you're sending your kid to the daycare that does uh, only kids of comedians. Oh, I feel like that is not- a good thing. Like, Child, children of comedians probably have very specific needs that other kids wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, first of all, they need like trauma counseling from having <laughs> yeah. loser fucking parents crying in front of them all the time. That's got to be bad. Well, most kids need attention, whereas I feel like the children of comedians, they just need uh, someone to, you know, like to talk to you about other people needing their attention all the time. Like, mm. they're. Yeah. They need to commiserate about, you know, having bits tested out on them and whatnot. Yeah. And like just someone that I think the children of comedians need to be in a space together where they can all kind of commiserate about the fact that like, well, the, you know, they need a place that goes like, don't be like your parents. Mm, Become yeah. a doctor, a lawyer, lawyer, yeah. doctor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would be sick. Um, I would love it if Karina became like a doctor and then a lawyer. That's like Dr. Lawyer, uh, Brian Grubb's pitch for a TV show. It's a great pitch. Yeah. Lays like a lawyer who's also a doctor and a cop and an ambulance mm-hmm. guy. And autistic. Oh, my God. If he was autistic, that right there, that's a perfect show. I actually, until this week's uh, spate of good doctor memes, I had no idea that it was about an autistic doctor. I didn't know either. This whole time, it was just called The Good Doctor. And I was like, like, it's a show about a good doctor. I don't know what to tell you. He had like a weird piercing gaze in the picture. And I thought... I knew he was a kid. I thought he was like a secret murderer or something. Or was like... like, I thought he was evil Doogie Howser. I thought... Oh, fuck. (laughs) I thought maybe he was (laughs) the president or Mm -hmm. related to the president. You know, because isn't there like the good wife? But she's like, she's not a good wife. Madam Doctor. Yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't know he was autistic. I thought he was maybe Dookie Hauser. I thought it was like kind of a Dookie Hauser thing. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. He's evil, a really... evil, evil Dookie. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think evil, but I did think like, um, like fucky. Yeah, I thought he was might be fucky. Because mm-hmm. the look was a guy who was fucky. Like that's the look you do when sure. you're like, ooh, I fuck. I liked that Dookie Hauser's thing was like okay. He's a he's a genius child prodigy and he's a doctor even though he's a kid. Also, he has an Italian friend. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Does he yeah. have an Italian? Friend? Yeah, Vinny Del Pino. Oh, right. Of course. He's the, the fucking guy the Sopranos now. guy, Benny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Having an Italian friend, I think in the 80s was like you know, that was yeah, because you knew like a real doctor would never have an Italian friend. Right, that was how you knew he was a kid. Yeah, because it was like okay, yeah, he's a doctor, but like he hasn't outgrown 
uh, like being friends with Italian. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, at some point, you reach a certain <laughs> all, age. All TV writers in the <laughs> 80s, that was just like the natural course of life is like you, you have Italian friends when you're a kid mm-hmm. and then you outgrow them to like become a doctor or become, right. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you don't talk to them anymore. Yeah. Like, why would you? You know what I'm realizing? I'm sorry, but um, so it is plugged in, but what if I just put the battery in instead? Mm. We could try that. All right, and see, sure. See what happens. I don't want to talk about technical stuff, so just do it, and then. No, I mean you know you you can talk about technical stuff. Everyone loves tech. Okay, so you're gonna look. Someone pointed out that Doogie was the first blogger, which is also true. So they should still be able to hear you. Sound off in the chat if you can still hear his idiot ass. That was yeah. I forgot that it was like the framing device of the show was basically the same as Sex in the City, where it was like Doogie typing to his diary, uh-huh. and it made little beeps. Is the video back? Yep. Sick. All right, let's see how this works. I bet it'll work now. Oh. Someone wrote, "Battery would be worse." Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just thought, like, tell me this. Sound off in the chat if our video and audio is synced normal. Let me know. We're too old to be on video is the problem. Nah, we're fine. Okay. I like that. Um, Weirdly good attitude for me yeah. just then. Do you want to talk about? Let's talk about content, let's man. Talk What's about going content. on in the world? Well, you know, we had a coronation. We did. The king. The, the king. the king was made. He's a new king. Oh, we got a king now. Yay. <laughs> That's the face I do when I do that voice. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Oh, are... <laughs> yeah. It's my hopeful England. Yay. It does add oh. to the bit. <laughs> he does. Look how English he looks. Um, yeah. So uh, it had an atmosphere of, you know, like this ancient ceremony, but also like a state fair kind of right yeah no it was um because they let tourists come right like it's like there's there's yeah, a there's which, a lot of i, I don't mean know they what... exist solely for tourism purposes so that makes sense right i guess it's tourists is the wrong it's like they allow peasants or mm. something. you know what i mean there's yeah. like, a lot of like uh you know like weird like snaggle teethed uh Brit- britons who are there mm. with their little like newsy caps and they're going like oh he's gonna be the king now man <laughs> and they're just like you know one like an irish woman in a dress and a rolling pin is like oh <laughs> i don't like i don't like the king you're not the king of me that's that's what they say my only king's jesus oh yeah my only king is jesus christ king of kings Every time the king puts on his crown, Jesus cries blood. The blood that goes down his face when he wore the crown of thorns. Um, That's what they sound like. So I have a <clears throat> Washington Post article about the coronation. Ooh, um, You know, and it's a, there's a lot of crossover with from with our beat, which is obviously Holly Weird. Oh, love Hollywood. Um, in one of the more surprising moments heralding this country's new sovereign, Hollywood royalty Tom Cruise assured actual royalty King Charles III that he could be, quote, his wingman anytime. The Top Gun actor's message was among the highlights of Sunday evening's concert celebrating the weekend's coronation. Some 20,000 members of the public, ticket holders via a lottery, gathered with royals on the grounds of Windsor Castle, the first time a concert has ever been held there. Many more watched on the telly at home. Okay, settle down. 
they, you're a you're a fucking American newspaper. You don't have to say telly to make them feel. Good. Yeah, I mean, this is like a throwback to the days when writing for newspapers was so boring that you know <laughs> if you got to use like a a cool word <laughs> that was like the highlight of your whole month. Yeah. Oh, I got to I got to write telly yeah. on there. <laughs> that should keep me alive for 24 hours before <laughs> I do more suicidal. Ideation. I remember when I was doing copywriting for an SEO company where we made. Uh, like websites for doctors and and dentists and uh, plastic surgeons. There was one client that was British, so mm-hmm. of course, like I wrote like David Beckham fish and chips like oh, style. Hell yeah! <laughs> I think I think I I think <laughs> Did I you get quit. In trouble? <laughs> I think I quit like two weeks later, and people would tell me for years afterwards that like how mad the people were. <laughs> And like, oh, we spent so long cleaning up that stupid website that you made. <laughs> you made all it was a wait, it was a whole website. No, I did like they did, where I was like, oh, you can, you can get your teeth cleaned while you watch telly, <laughs> or maybe enjoy some crisps on your lorry. You know, it was like any excuse to, yeah, keep myself from putting a gun in my mouth. Yeah, uh, you do what you got to do in those kinds of jobs. That's why manual labor sounds more and more pleasant. Like yeah. as the years go by. I'm just like, I I'll be like I'll do shelves. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like, I can, hey, it's me, manual no, labor. Why? Why? They enjoyed an eclectic mix of dance, music, spoken tributes, and skits. And there were gas. Ooh, skits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to know more about I know, skits. Please, I hope there's. Is there a video? There's the got to be like James Corden doing carpool oh, karaoke, God. like on horseback or something. For a shit. second, I was thinking like I don't know, the Monty Python shit might be funny, but now I realize that skits in Britain nowadays is just no, Corden it's just, style. Well, like. it's just someone dresses a man dresses as a woman, and it's very droll. Yeah, everybody waves their handkerchiefs. I love Droll. Droll is always good. Sound off in the chat if uh, you're still here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And there were gasps from the audience during a dazzling drone show, which lighted up the night sky with the colorful outlines of a whale, lion, rabbit, flower, and other images. Those all sound like good images. Cool. Uh, During Cruz's pre-recorded sketch, a nod to Charles's training as a jet pilot in his early 20s, the actor flew a small vintage craft through thick clouds. He addressed the new leader with a salute, a greeting that played on huge screens on the castle grounds. Pilot to pilot, your majesty, Cruz said. You can be my wingman anytime. What does that even mean? Like you can like help me fuck? Oh, he's flying. Yeah, no, you can uh, be the other pilot that watches. Oh, your... so wingman is derived from something that pilots do? Yeah, yeah. That makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Do you I... get it now? Not really, because what does the wingman do? They sit on the wing, and I can't sit on a wing. No. What do they do? No, they well, they they fly in another plane. They fly in another plane that's situated near the first plane's wing. Well, that seems dangerous. <laughs> oh, good. Mm, like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh, like this. Yeah, yeah. Like one's going that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think it's weird for Americans to be given messages uh, to royalty. Yeah, no, I mean, but if anyone's going to do it, Tom Cruise doing it makes the most sense because yeah. he's just like, you know, he is he is kind of American royalty. So he's yeah. like, you know, king to king. I think it's dope that you wear the crown now. You 
fucking <laughs> inbred weasel looking motherfucker. No one has ever looked more melty in a crown. Yeah. He looks like a chocolate king. You know what I mean? Just like I haven't people been. Oh, talking. we left out in the sun for too long and now all the chocolate melt down me nose. Mm. Why is my finger so big? Uh, is that the thing? Is his fingers big? I know people have been talking about his. Have you seen his weird finger? No. Oh, dude, he's got a fatty finger. It's just like it's the weirdest shit ever. Let's see, King Charles thing. Is that like the Habsburg jaw? It's like, oh, he's got the Windsor fingers, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he got Windsor fingers. Needs yeah. specially designed gloves. He does. <laughs> he definitely has Windsor fingers. Uh, hold on. I'm going to see if I can find it and then uh, share it. Cause oh, yeah, you can do that now. Yeah, dude. Ooh. Okay, so here we go. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you got you got, you got a look at the sausage fingers, just so everybody can see it. Share I know screen. sausage fingers is like sort of a cliche, but there really is no other way to describe those. Those are very... Yeah, look at his fingers. Here. Is that like a hypertension thing? It seems like his hands are very puffy. Um, I don't know what it is, dog. I think it's just like, <laughs> I think it's from eating too many bangers in mash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got the gout now. Yeah. He's got, um, is that gout though is, um, you're a foot thing or is yeah, it, is knees. It... I think like you get urine crystals in your, in your joints or something like that. Yeah. Urine crystals. Yeah. Like uric acid or something. It's urine related crystals though. Yeah. Oh, that's fancy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got crystals in me or in yeah. Got to push it out my penis, yeah. <laughs> or me? Yeah, I've got crystals that come out my bladder. Mm. Feels good. I hope they're enjoying Hello. this live stream. I mean... What's it like to watch two guys sit on a couch and read things to each other from their Bro, laptops? this is... <laughs> all podcasts now that's true the only difference is is that we're, we don't have the single shot like camera thing uh where it's like it goes back and forth yeah, between so you and me look at each other like humans no but they don't even look at each other though they pretend mm. to look at each other but they don't really what actually happens is two people sitting next to each other talking into cameras and they are just giving advice about how women shouldn't come because mm. it, it takes away your sovereignty as a man or something yeah that's true well then, she doesn't. Need I never let my woman come. <laughs> she doesn't need anything from you there. Yo, what up, TikTok? I just want to let people know out there that uh, female ejaculate is pee, and it doesn't feel good. That when they do it, it's for lies. Doesn't taste good. Definitely doesn't taste good. It smells okay, but it's sterile, and that's the important. The thing. The important thing is that it's sterile, and it's got a lot of good seed oils. So you take the seed oil. No, dude, the seed oils are bad. Don't you know anything? I actually don't. Are they bad? Yeah, the seed oils are bad. Oh, God. What's wrong with the seed oils? Um, Tell me. I actually tried to figure this out the other day. It's kind of complicated, but basically... Well, it's complicated. Uh, I'm not sure what qualifies as a seed oil. Like, is peanut oil a seed oil? Because peanut is like... Not a seed. It's a it's a bean. It's I mean, a, I know... It's a legume. I know canola and soybean, but soybean is also a bean. So, and that's definitely a seed oil. Wait, what's a seed? I don't even know a seed. Oh, like a... Canola. That a seed? Yeah, it's actually from a plant called rapeseed. Bro, are you trying to get I us know. canceled? I, it's just what it's called. Are you trying to get us fucking canceled? Um, First, so you do. I think the, the Punisher voice with the you know you you do or was it Predator? It was Predator. I don't even know what the Punisher sounds like. Like base the basic theory is that it takes uh, 
you know, an insane amount of that thing to make the oil. Oh, like, like it's really refined. Seeds. So it's like you like to get corn oil. You you know you, you got to have like, a lot of corn, like a full acre of corn or something like that. Yeah. So like you're, I don't know, I don't know why that's bad for you, but that's the theory that it's like less natural than squeezing some olives. I don't care. Yeah. I feel like anyone who's like. I don't care either. I tried to figure it out, and it was like, yeah. That's what happens of... when you like get laid off. You're just like, you know, and I'm gonna figure out the seed oil thing. No, mostly you send like a lot of whiny emails. Monk, could you please employ me? I'm Binge. It's terrible. Watch me, baby Binge. That's new yeah. character. Tell me I'm good. Oh, I'm baby Binge. My teeth hurt because I sucked on my dick. That's what you sound like. <laughs> I do say that. Yeah. Oh, did we we uh, we gained more some people? Oh yeah. That's, Perfect timing. What are they thinking? Someone just wrote finger each other. Mm. All right. You know what? Um, oh, sorry. I, I lost my place. Uh, Charles and Camilla watch the extravaganza from the Royal Box. Probably a welcome change of pace. <laughs> the Royal Box is a pussy, mm -hmm. yeah. Probably a, a pussy, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Probably a welcome change of pace from Saturday when they were center stage. At one point, with Lionel Richie singing, the couple got up to dance. In the most emotional moment of the night, Prince William paid tribute to his pa and said the late Queen Elizabeth II was, quote, fondly keeping an eye on us. She would be a proud mother. From hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth's looking up. You're doing a great job. I'll see you soon. <laughs> She's just a little demon. She's probably a status in hell. <laughs> you know what, I mean? what did she Did she do bad things? Oh, but she, I don't. Not or is it like original sin from being like a I, royalty? I think being royalty, you're in hell, right? You don't get to live your life in a castle for fucking 90 years and not go to hell for at least 20. Okay. Well, I didn't know there was like a time. Oh, yeah. In, in my version of hell, it's like Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, okay. That works. That makes sense. I, I don't This whole eternal hell thing, I, I don't know why anyone fucking do that. Yeah, I've I mean? never connected to that. Um, some people are pointing out that uh, the camera is not turning off anymore. Hmm. Which uh, means the battery thing is going great, except if you think about the fact that um, at some point the battery is going to run out. But I did charge it. So anyways, this is all good content. Good and yeah. good. Keep reading. Uh, <laughs> I got your problems. Mm, mm. The range of artists reflected the king's wide interest. They included the Chinese pianist Lang Lang. <laughs> The the Italian tenor the Italian sorry I don't know why that was funny the Italian tenor Andrea Bocelli and Welsh Grammy winner Brent Turfel. Oh, we've got a whole range of art here. We've got a Chinese man who's gonna do some Lang Lang. Yeah, we've got uh, a Warp Dago. Yeah. <laughs> He's blind, so he can't see me. He's got a lady's name. He can't see me disdain as he sings in a woman's voice, yeah. And someone from Welshland. Uh, I think Hugh Jackman, like, did something to, like, sent some sort of message. Um, just the... Hugh Jackman did? Yeah, Hugh Wait, Jackman. Wait, but he's... He's Australian. He's Australian. I feel like a, a, So he's, Australian, like, sort of the, a, a subject of the king? That, yeah, I feel like the Australians... I they, first of all... 
Australians in general are like, oh, fuck that cunt, whenever they're talking about, like, the queen. But I feel like there's a few Australians who are, like, royalists. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there's that strain There's, there. I mean, there's I a strain to, of that here. Sure. I, I went to a cricket match when I lived in Australia when I was in, in college. Cricket's like baseball, right? Yeah, just like way dumber. Like, yeah, just like like, like dumb guy really, baseball. A really asinine form of baseball. I mean, baseball is pretty bad to begin with. Yeah, this is a, like yeah. an even more asinine version of it that takes five days to play a full match. Shut like, up! No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, full match is five days, and there's lunch breaks. Do you do you have to watch them eat lunch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I assume it's like an intermission, like. The one I went to did was they, a like, one-day match. Did they do it on the field? Not. Like, oh, it's lunchtime! Yay! <laughs> they ring a bell. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. bread pie roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's one guy in each team who's designated to hold the tray of like teas and such. Huh. No. Uh. But yeah. So we watched a cricket match. It was England versus Australia, and uh, yeah, you know, and I was with I was in Australia with some Australians, and and it was, it was like the middle of the day on a weekday mm -hmm. and we were drunk singing lewd songs uh about the queen i think there was a song called the queen takes it up the bum uh and oh, yeah. and at one point like the guys these hat heavily tattooed uh blue collar worker types behind us uh said that we should knock it off wait wait why I'm, I think it was because I'm not 100% clear on whether it was just because we were drunk, obnoxious college kids, which we were, or whether it was like specifically that we'd crossed some sort of line uh, in the lewd songs about the queen. Mm. Well, I don't think there's any line that has been crossed. I think if you're like a true patriot of any former uh, like British colony, then you have to you have to celebrate hating the queen. Yeah, it's like but they're part of the religion. But they never had a thing where they separated. Like they're still are they still? So they're still. Yeah, they're still part of the Commonwealth. Oh, I think they had a. I lost a little bit of respect for. Yeah, them. they had like a referendum in the seventies. Uh, I think it was the sixties or seventies where like they took a vote to see whether they wanted to officially separate, and it actually uh, failed. Because the older people were like, nah, we like to clean. Yeah. I mean, what do you get from being part of the Commonwealth? Like, it's like, oh, all of your money is got a fucking queen no, you're on You're going to have to have King Charles on your money. Even the Canadians are going to have to have, gross. <laughs> have King Charles oh, on their God. money. <laughs> For that alone, yeah. I would be like, nah, we're out. I'm just like, imagine having to see that ugly fuck. I mean, listen, they're all ugly. Like, all the American presidents and everything, they're, they're ugly too. So them being on the bills is, you know... Yeah, but I don't know. They came by their ugliness, honestly. Yeah, that's true. That is like they're they're honest uggos, like seventeen hundreds uggos, like the hottest people there at the time, probably. I mean, we like to throw stones about the royalty being inbred, but like we're pro we're probably inbred. Everybody's probably a little bit inbred. I'm very inbred. Mm -hmm. Did I ever tell you about my dad's twenty three and me? No, disgusting. <laughs> It's like 99% Ashkenazi Jewish, which is... That's too high. That's so high that there, you know there's cousins in there. You know there's like direct... There's not that many Ashkenazi <laughs> Jews for it to be only Ashkenazi Jews. That is fucking disgusting. Um, 
Yeah. So, anyways, I do you, have you done Twenty Three and Me? No, both my parents did. I think, and I was like, all right, yeah, I'll just I'm half that, half that. Yeah. Well, why my, do I need to also do it? If yeah. they did it, I just add it, put it together. I I don't know. I also I I think this was right after I read about the Golden State Killer getting caught because like one of his family members did like Twenty Three and Me. Wait, and, uh, that's how he got caught. Oh shit! Sorry, doing? I accidentally played. Uh, Why uh, are you playing me? Don't do I that. wanted to see the stream, see if it looked good. No, don't. You, you can't do that while you're talking. Yeah, no, I just realized that, bro. No, I just mean like you can't pay attention to yeah. what we're talking about. No, I know it's so hard. So, dude. but then I was like trying to think, like, am I scared? Like, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a bad thing if some distant cousin of mine got caught for being a serial killer, would it? Or is it? Is it me prioritizing my personal shame over? Wait, are you wor- Wait, you, that's why you're not doing Twenty Three and Me's because you nah, think that it's there's a one chance. Of the, it's one of the reasons I felt weird about it. Because the, on the off chance that you have a serial killer in your bloodline and you you don't want that guy getting caught, or you no, just it's don't- not that I. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why it made me feel weird. But I was like, I don't know. I mean, I agree that I, I also don't... think I've, I felt like I read that there were some weird things in the, in their terms of service where it's like you give them permission to. It's like you give them See, yeah, permission that, for some why. sort of future gene therapy that, that, thing. Yeah, no, that's why I don't fuck with it. That is the exact reason why I don't because I don't like that. I don't want my genes to be data because I'll say yeah. historically. Uh, when people are given the chance to categorize people via mm. their DNA, it has not ended well. Mm. And uh, it just feels too eugenics-y. So that's why I don't yeah, that fuck was, with it. Yeah, that was in there too. Yeah. There was like a lot of weird, like vaguely negative reasons. And then like n- the upside was just sort of like, oh, I guess I get to find out uh, the nationalities I already know I am. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the thing. I I think it would be interesting if like you're if there's some question, you know, like if you're say Elizabeth Warren and mm. you want to know uh whether or not you should have done that tuna recipe that was <laughs> uh Choctaw. I I I feel like somewhat compelled to defend her for that Ooh, whole thing. All right. Let Just cuz like, I mean, I don't want to defend her because I think she is uh, has shit instincts in many other ways. Yeah, no, yeah. But I feel like half of the, like anybody who grew up in Oklahoma, like grows up hearing that they're, you know, X amount Native American. Like R- that is not an uncommon thing. Right. The, uh, where I will also defend her for that whole thing was. Um, but the part where she, she took, the part where she took the DNA test to prove it, like yeah, that was to show like Trump. like it was gonna be a gotcha moment. Yeah, <laughs> that was really bad. like Trump would be like, "Oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I've never been more wrong in my life. Gosh, I atone for all those jokes. <laughs> Fucking idiot. No, uh, where I, you know, somewhat in her defense too, I I was like, well, yeah, she was she was a little bit Indian. Mm. It was like. Two percent, sure, but like that's two more percentage than I have. Yeah, I mean, not to say that that I mean, like that does not allow her to write a to like be a part of like a Native American cookbook. I think that's a little weird. Also, she did a lot of she did a lot of the like you know white person finds out that they have a little bit of ethnic ancestry and then puts that in every job application or college application. But I think as we've said, like all of these 
conversations about like what is considered appropriation and what isn't and blah 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 like if you take it to the nth degree where you're going to end up measuring skulls like that's right like, right like, like there's yeah no. <laughs> that's why i stop i stop at anything where it feels like we're going to get into phrenology and yeah. i'm like oh i'm not interested that has to do, that uh, is across the board same thing with casting if someone mm -hmm. is like you know uh trying to cast they're like casting gal gadot as like uh i still feel like that's not how you pronounce gadot it's Gadot, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to do an Israeli accent. Gal Gadot. Yeah, you are. Do it. <laughs> Gal Gadot, my wife. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Um, you know, they're casting her as Cleopatra, and people were mad because they're like, Cleopatra is, is, uh, is black. And then people, like historians, were like, well, technically, she was, you know, Macedonian. And, mm. da, 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 da. and I'm like, guys, guys, guys yeah. stop, 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 stop. Like, if it's... If it's ambiguous uh, historically, then just let it fucking go. Yeah. Like this is doesn't feel like a hill to die on because then you start like trying to measure skulls and being like, is your skull the correct? Mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. no, oh, no. I good. can get a comb through her hair. She can't play this role. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like get a brown bag. You know, it's like no, no, no. We're not doing a brown bag rule. We're not doing anything. Just let Cleopatra be whatever. I don't give a shit. Same thing with Little Mermaid. I'm like. It's fake. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, I've got a good clip I sent you for that one. Oh, you got a Little Mermaid clip? Yeah. Oh. Well, the Little Mermaid's perfect because like Disney has successfully managed to do this thing where uh, like their entire project is lazily recreating their own animated movies as uh, don't play it yet. But okay. Yeah. I they, said don't. I said they don't can't play hear it, it idiot. Okay. Uh, like lazily remaking their own animated movies, which is like maybe the most cynical uh, way to keep making money off your old it's, shit. Yeah, it is. Um, it's like delightfully greedy in a yeah. way where I'm just like, you know, at least they're going for it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like, we're, we're redoing all of it. Mm -hmm. Everything we've ever made. <laughs> It's going to be worse. Like, I like that. Right. Yeah. Like, like at this point, if they they've made like time. four of them and we've forgotten half of them because they just keep doing Dude, it. Dude, they've made, what do you mean four? They've made like. They made what? The Jungle Book, uh, Lion King, uh, what Beauty else? and the Beast, Ala oh, yeah. <laughs> Aladdin, Mulan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, they've made a live action Mulan. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they've suggest they successfully have changed the conversation from. How uh, fucking lazy they are in uh, just like recycling their hits, right? To like they just managed to do one thing that pisses off enough conservatives that uh, now you have to you have to buy the thing, right? You have to go, have to go see Little Mermaid, <clears throat> or else or else the Trump people win. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's like it's so cynical and. Just yeah, it's just d d delightfully greedy. It's greedy in a way where you're just like, oh, this is bald face. Mm -hmm. Like you, you guys. Yeah, are, their heart's not in it. I love that about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's like if if they were earnest about it, I might be a little bit more annoyed because they'd be so they'd be failing, um, despite their best efforts. But they're giving it their worst effort. Yeah. No, that's so they're just like fuck it. Like they mm -hmm. almost make AI do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If this if these movies came out, you know, fucking in the next few years, I'd be like, I think these are AI guys. Yeah, and I, feel I don't like, even know these I actors. I feel like that's a win win because 
I don't think any director really wants to direct the like live action Little Mermaid. No, no, yeah, of course not. It's it's like they're never going to uh, be given the liberty to make it their own. So didn't Disney? They redid Pinocchio, right? And then, uh, and then, what's his name? That. Oh yeah, that w- there was like three Pinocchio movies right. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people just got like Pinocchio fever. They're mm-hmm. like, "This is a great idea." Yeah, but th- somehow, like, no one saw any of them. There well, was Guillermo del Toro, yeah. Pinocchio, I think, and then Disney, and I think there was another one. Yeah, well, there's a third one. It's a porn called Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> it was about your dad having sex <laughs> wow, with your mom. Wow, isn't? Never mind. What am I saying? Uh, so that clip, I feel like this is. So we're lazily remaking the Little Mermaid. Uh, mm-hmm. Then this, you follow this trail all the way down to like the red carpet reporter, mm-hmm. which is like one of the most asinine things in the universe, just on a good day. But yeah. then you apply that to a live action Little Mermaid rumor. Uh, sorry, a live action <laughs> Little Mermaid movie, uh, and you get this clip. All right, but let's talk about the memes. Flounders too skinny. People were saying flounders too skinny. Pause what it. did you think? So, so he's talking to Jacob Tremblay, uh-huh. who is the little boy from the movie Room. Oh, uh, is that him? Yeah, that's him. Um, he did a smart thing, and I'm, I'm I'm convinced it's because he's Canadian, and so therefore his parents like are uh, slightly less deluded than like American ones would be. Okay, uh, is like he sort of hit puberty and then pivoted to voice acting. So he's just like doing the voice of Flounder, like his last few movies have just been uh just been voice work oh, okay which i think is a, a smart thing to do i don't know he's he's yeah he's handsome not because he's, he's ugly or anything i just feel like anyone like if you're a famous as a 10 year old uh you don't want to go through that transition between like 10 and 20 uh in yeah. the public eye yeah 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 no that is the most humiliating time to be on camera yeah show yourself as flounder do you think Flounder should have had a little more uh, weight? No, well, I, I actually was shown the design when I went in for my audition. Rob had showed me. So now he's got he's to be, he, he's got to show how invested he is like in this project. Like, oh, yeah, I was actually, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was part of, I was I was from part the of this start. process uh, on every step of the way. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> and uh, no, I just had complete faith in Rob. Um, I thought it looked great because that was kind of like the puppet that they had on set. And then, of course, when I when I went and saw the film, I watched I watched it last night. Um, and I w- <laughs> he's like he's like giving the, he's treating this question as if uh, it's like an earnest question that he needs to answer earnestly. It's like, bro, he's asking you about whether the CGI fish you play is not as fat as like the the previous cartoon fish. That is, it is so sad because it's like he knows he has to answer this question he's, i mean in terms of being a professional like he's he's knocking it out of the park he's doing this. he's doing great right? like he's doing What's so that? much work it's like come on man you don't need to do that much work <laughs> to justify the existence of a red carpet reporter at the fucking little mermaid premiere i think it just all works so well i couldn't imagine it i can imagine it looked different i just think that they i mean they were a genius they were geniuses and they kind of made it work so well yeah <laughs> Oh my god. I feel so bad for him. Like uh. Oh, that sucks to have to especially like the guy asking the question like he himself is so thirsty for blood. Like he's just like uh I mean, you're you're trying to find an interesting angle 
to the fact that they remade the little mermaid as a live action movie. And now you're interviewing the kid who does the voice <laughs> of the fish. And asking, how come it's, how come, how come Flander don't have Badonka Donk? <laughs> He's like, how does this, how does this relate to the zeitgeist? I got to figure this one out. I'm telling you, this is literally my lobotomized red carpet guy character. Just <laughs> yeah, like, <no>. Hey, <laughs> Hi, welcome entertainment now. Oh, hi, you play uh, skinny fish. Internet says not today. What do you think about internet saying not fat enough fish? His eyes bleeding. <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah, so. I scratched these out of the way here. <laughs> hey, did you ever eat fish? When I was young, your mom made me try to eat fish. I get mad. Never try again. Sometimes fish smell bad. Anyway. I mean, that's really like stream of consciousness of a complete idiot is <laughs> is honestly better than like the actual job of a red carpet reporter. I would so much rather just, yeah. you see the lobotomy scar. Just, yeah, like clearly deranged person. Hey! <laughs> Hi, you t you now knew my new best friend. <laughs> so I watch a movie from childhood. Last night, fish send me messages. Yeah. Is that you? Yeah. Sometimes if I don't sleep long enough, I talk to fish. <laughs> I could talk any animal if I don't sleep. Hey, I used to watch movie about flounder when I was baby. Now I'm adult. I watch a flounder again. Why do you make flounder again? <laughs> See, that's too too earnest. Yeah, that's like an actual question. No, he, acc asked. he accidentally asked really deep <laughs> yeah. questions. They're like, "Oh no, cut his mic! Yeah, cut, cut, his his, mic. cut his mic! Get a little bit more brain out!" <laughs> oh God, we, we didn't get that all hit, of his frontal lobe. That hits way too close to home in terms of like being able to have a job in like the 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 movie. Uh, the, the the I mean, everybody's the media sphere, the movie media sphere. Yes, yeah. it's like, yeah. oh yeah, you can't actually ask. <laughs> You can't acknowledge like the real things. No, no, yeah, no, because George Clooney, what kind of shirt you wear? Yeah, hey George Clooney, you look sexy today. What? What is it like being so sexy all day? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, I like, and they always answer the question almost out of pity because they're, mm -hmm. they're just like, this guy's got to eat. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why I think like, if I don't answer, if I'm mean to this guy, they're going to take a little bit more brain. Your idea that it's a mental patient, I feel like that that's really how they should play it. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. I think that I would mean, get... wouldn't you much rather see like a 300 pound construction worker with like a lobotomy scar than like Mario Lopez? A hundred percent any day. Like to me. The... Hey, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Margot Robbie. You look beautiful. I hungry. <laughs> <laughs> So when they they made you play Barbie, did you when you first saw Barbie, did you have to play? <laughs> did you have to play pretend, or were you are you Barbie? I like this. I like this this guy. I actually yeah. think the more I do the voice, the more I'm like, this is the real guy. <laughs> You're like Joe when he pretended to be the kid with Down syndrome who nobody came to his birthday party for, and his, made, for his wife and, and made his wife cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes yeah well that's what happens if you don't laugh at someone doing a really problematic bit they will go into drama yeah and then you know 
the the bit turns into like a monologue. The bit gets sad. Oh, you don't want to make the bit sad. Hey everyone, Matt Lieb here with an annoying mid-roll ad that I'm going to be playing until March 17th. Why March 17th, you ask? Well, <laughs> because I'm going to be co-headlining the Sacramento Punchline on Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m. with my wife, Francesca Fiorentini. I would love it if you all bought your tickets to it. It's going to be really fun. Um, you helped us sell out uh, when we co-headlined the San Francisco Punchline, and now I'm asking for you to... Do it again. That's right. If you're in the Sacramento area or somewhere nearby, um, come to the Sacramento Punchline Sunday, March 17th, 7 p.m. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be there. Francesca's going to be there. Uh, someone else is going to open for us. I don't know who, but someone probably pretty funny. You're going to have a great time, and you can get your tickets right now by either clicking the link uh, that's in the show notes or going to punchlinesack.com and uh, buying your tickets. Do it. And if you can't go, hey, maybe you have friends who are in the area and you you know, you can tell them like, hey, you like comedy. Come see this guy who does a podcast and his wife who also does a podcast. It'll be great. So yes, please come. Sacramento Punchline, March 17th. That's a Sunday at 7 p.m. Come, enjoy, laugh, love. All right. Um, oh, so Robert De Niro is having another kid. Oh, I, I he's, he's only 79. Holy fuck. He got someone pregnant? Uh, Yeah, apparently. Oh, my God. Page six asked the actor whether he was surprised to are become a father again. Are the sperm still young? Yeah, no. sperm, I guess, are always young. No, those are old, too. But mm. sperm don't age like the rest of your body. Yeah. That would be sad. <laughs> sad. A sperm having to, like... Take two ibuprofen to get from your dick to the egg. Wheezing. Just like, oh, I sprained my tail. <laughs> it's also Italian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why wouldn't his sperm yeah, be Italian? His sperm would be Italian. Uh, page six asked the actor whether he was, quote, That's surprised. spicy egg ball. To become a father again at 79 while he was at the premiere of his film About My Father on Tuesday night. No, he said. He was not surprised. How could you not plan that kind of thing? Well, you didn't plan it that well. You're fucking 79. You're 79. You're going to be 90 when your kid is uh, still in elementary school. Yeah, that sucks. Then again, he has so many kids, right? He must have a lot of this kids. This is his seventh. Holy fuck. Same, same wife? That, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I did ask it for realsies. And then as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, that's a super question. De Niro, already. who is 79, had the six other kids. With Sound off in the chat if you're still enjoying. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just... <laughs> that's fine. I don't care. With three, uh, three women over the course of 35 years. His mm. eldest is Drena, 51, who De Niro adopted when he married her mother, Diane Abbott, in 1976. De Niro had Raphael, 46, with Abbott as well. Mm. He had twins Aaron and Julian, 27, with model actor Tukey Smith. Tukey. And then had two children with his second ex-wife, Grace Hightower, Elliot, 25, and Helen, 11. So good for him. Oh. I mean, I'm glad as I get older that uh, all, of, all of our public figures and politicians are uh, just insanely comically elderly now. Yeah, I mean, did you see Diane Feinstein's back? Yeah, they weekend at Bernie's her ass, dude. They uh, they gotta someone's gotta play the steel drums and, <laughs> and 
and the genie's gonna make her dance and uh hopefully so hopefully he plays the right dance. notes so that she can confirm the judges that she needs to confirm before they put her back inside the coffin bro like honestly like just if she can just get that done then she can go back to you know whatever she was doing which i think was recovering from a stroke uh, they said it was shingles, but then you saw her face. Yeah, I don't think shingles like makes your face droop, but no, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. shingles probably has a lot of weird effects on the body when you're 89 years old. Anything has weird effects on the body when you're 89 <laughs> years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think any kind of illness and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's just any like, type of food. I can't feel my titties no more. <laughs> I think that it is like personally, I don't know. I it's um, it's like so sickening the amount of people who every time we have an old politician who absolutely should be like put out to pass mm-hmm. um how many like is this and i feel like this only happens with democrats where how many people just are like oh is it because they're a woman and it's just like no it's because uh <laughs> remember how roe v wade's not here no more Remember yeah. how there is a fucking uh, like a a conservative supermajority. Oh, like remember when Strom Thurmond was also old, and you're like, yeah, that was pretty bad. That was, was bad also too. bad. That's pretty bad too. That's all bad. Mm-hmm. All of it is bad. But who currently is the old person who is stopping like judges from being appointed? Who are not going to like make you know fucking being. A gypsy illegal or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, fucking like just just why why defend it? You know what I mean? Feels like a nation. And another thing, dude. <laughs> another thing. Fucking ladies trying to come. <laughs> What's with these clowns in Congress? What's huh? with all these clowns? Oh man. I love this idea of the podcast. I can't figure out whether or not they're a uh Sigma male podcast or a politics podcast <laughs> we don't know which one um someone actually mentioned the meg too yeah um, um yes yeah, shark big shark even more shark bigger than before even more big shark even more big uh ben wheatley the guy who did like free fire and a field in england uh i don't know either of those um he makes movies that are really good that i haven't been able to make it through yet and i don't think that's like Wait, that this is the guy who's making the next Meg? Yeah. So someone good is making Meg. Yeah, he too? makes like smart art movies. Oh my god. So this The could Meg's be... also like a book series. Like some guy wrote Right. Originally like seven books yeah. about what if Shark Big. Yeah, right. I mean, best best writer in world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone I, I forget who did. I think it was Patty Mo uh tweeted out like uh I've been a Meghead from the beginning and tweeted it the cover of the original one of the original novels mm-hmm. novel is a strong word uh books <laughs> uh and um it was like a shark eating t-rex <laughs> and i was like yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd buy that if i was in fifth grade. i like the idea of the guy who wrote the master and commander series meeting the guy who wrote the meg <laughs> series and say, oh my book's about the Napoleonic Wars and uh, uh-huh. the ship captain. Uh, and the, the the entire Caribbean was a battlefield. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mind by Shark Big. You know how shark um, scary or more bigger scary. Um, so I said, what if shark even bigger than that? 
So I wrote a book. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote a lot book. I wrote a lot book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you tell me more about your your book about Master Command. Oh, you see, well, well, uh, the 20-pound cannons. Uh, well, 20 pounds, well, not that heavy. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't do this. I, I can't. I can only improv as the Master Commander. Right? Do it. Go so, ahead. Mm, no, I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't want to. I feel uncomfortable. Do a bit. I'm saying no. You can't you say no. You keep saying yes and. No, he can't say no a bit. Everyone shame him and shame mm-hmm. him in comments for not going along with bit. <clears throat> but I feel like you know how they have uh what is it, the the Russo brothers that are talking about, you know, using AI to like uh Who know, are the Russo brothers again? They made one of the Marvel movies or two of the what Gross. a couple of the Captain America movies, I think, and okay. then they made the Gray Man uh Brothers. They need two people to make these movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's one person to have a dumb idea and the other one to be like, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's another um, one to be like, good, I'll get the children. But like, I was thinking the Meg would actually be an ideal series to use the AI technology where you can like put the fans inside the movie. Uh, so it could Dude, be a movie. Because oh like the God. whole the whole draw of that's Meg. That's exactly what's going to happen. The whole draw of Meg is like, it's not really the shark. It's mostly like the panning shot of like the beach. And there's like... You know, there's like a cute little dog, and it's, and it's it's got like an annoying owner, and there's like a shot of that one, and so you're like, ooh, maybe one of them's gonna get eaten by the shark, and then it pans to like the horny college kids that are like playing grab ass, and, right, yeah. and the waves, and you're like, ooh, maybe like the sexy teens are gonna get eaten, and then you right, know, and then there's like a, a like a fat like boorish husband, and you're like, oh, I like to see that guy get eaten. Like I feel like yeah. applying Who's most tasty eat. Yeah, that's what the that's sort of and the it's draw all people of you movie. kind of want to die or you want to see die. Right. Well, yeah, it's playing on that thing where it's like, well, okay, nobody should get eaten by a shark, but but if I have to but watch, if you movie, have to pick, like, which if I have one to watch these... a movie about guy getting eaten by a shark, yeah. So I feel I would like, like that... to choose most plump, most plump guy, mm-hmm. most marbling, most marbling guy, someone yeah. whose shark will afterwards be like, wow, pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I wrote script, and so, then I make money. But that feels like an ideal format. To use the AI because it's like, oh, look, we could put my friend Dave on the beach. Like, maybe he's going to get eaten by the shark. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're, 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 that's absolutely, that's almost a good use of AI. And I don't, and I uh, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, Like, I don't mind that as much as I mind the fact that that character that's written in every fucking Marvel movie that's mm. just like the fanboy character the fanboy character yeah, yeah maybe is they going can, to be yeah. you they're going to scan your face and you're going to be the that person you yeah. get to watch yourself do- when are we going to be done with that uh, character where it's like oh my gosh you're the Mandalorian yeah I'm so I'm so like we're never going to be done with it I kind of like the Mandalorian now just because my son um really likes Likes Grogu and sees him and starts meowing because yeah, he, yeah, he, he thinks it's a cat. He thinks Yoda. He calls he calls the Mandalorian Yoda, and then when he sees uh, when he sees Baby Yoda, he's meow. He says meow, meow, that's, like every time. That that's really cute. It's really good. That's really yeah. cute, dog. Yeah. We're parents now, dude. Mm. We're parents, and we're mm. live streaming. 
So how old that's is Karina great. now? She's six months? Seven months, dude. Seven, Seven months. month old baby, you know? You're at that stage where you're like, all right, I know you could crawl. Just fucking crawl. What dude, you, that's what exactly where I'm at. For? That's where I, I'm we at. We were there. We were there. I remember that. But then I was like, okay, he could like, he could like turn himself all the that's way around it, that's in a what circle. She does. And I'm like, dude. And he'll like, his butt would go up and down. Yeah. And I would like try to push it down so he could use it like right. as an inchworm. Like it's so to. easy. Yeah. But then one day they just figured it out. Oh, yeah, taking a little long. I know, I know. I feel like babies are stupid. They're so dumb. They're so fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. All they do all day is cry, eat hot chip, (laughs) and lie. (laughs) Oh, speaking of hot chips, sorry. Do you know, okay, so do you know about the the Flamin' Hot movie? Oh, no. Okay, so. When you said it, it hurt. No, so they're making a Flamin' Hot Cheeto movie. How is it a, it was, it's about the guy who invented the flaming hot cheeto. Oh, I heard about that and I was like, okay. that's a cool idea. Oh, I, like, that's better. I like flaming hot cheeto. I Cheetos. thought it was going to be just like the flaming hot cheeto is like the what if of snack food character, like the absolute the algorithmicization of fucking everything now. No, it's about the guy. Well, supposedly it's about the guy who invented Flamin' Hots. Which, so it's uh, like uh, the Nike like, Air movie or yeah, the Tetris movie. It this. sounds like a good idea. Um, yeah. At my stepson's baseball games, all the regular chips are a dollar, but the Flamin' Hots are two dollars because that's how much the kids like the Flamin' Flamin' Hots. They're I'm double sorry. the price of the other. I'm ones. so sorry. Can you say that again? Are you saying that they are taking advantage of the little? I don't know if they're taking advantage or if they're, they're like, upselling the fucking flaming they, hot. They could be doing that or they could be doing like a Bloomberg health tax thing where it's like you don't actually want oh, your shit. kids to eat the flaming hot. Then yeah, they're but they're be- collecting the tax. Yeah. It's not like yeah, that no, goes they're, to they're, the, they're, the flaming hot board. Sure, but like like a dollar for chips is pretty pretty good deal. Like where are you going to get that deal? I, yeah, I guess Also, so. this is another thing that you're going to learn as a parent. Uh, nowadays... I don't know if this is true of LA, but we pay for our kids to be in sports, and then when we go watch the games, they we charge get charged them. admission to get the fuck out of yes, here. Yes, you get charged to watch your own yeah, kids like play. Seven dollars. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. How is that allowed? I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. And because They're everybody just... telecommutes now, like you know, when we were kids, the whole point of like playing sports was like your parents would drop you off at baseball practice and say bye and say bye, bye. and they'd have an hour and a half to themselves yeah now parents like stay and watch the kids dude people honestly i i've can i just say like for realsies i'm like fantasizing about daycare mm. like no the, oh, yeah oh yeah, yeah because you waited longer than we waited dude because like i listen i love my child i love her more than anything in the world but it's every day. Yeah. And and now she's at the age where like if, if she can be alone for a little, just chilling and like, you know, whatever. Like being it really a, is. But the now she like needs she needs so much. And yeah. I'm just like, um, I can't I have I got it's work the per- to do. it's the perfect punishment for a comedian because it's like, well, now someone else dude, needs your attention dude, 24 hours a day. I know. And you know what? She's pretty funny. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of worth it. Oh yeah. But it's still, it's crazy annoying. Like the idea now, like when they now, start doing funny stuff that you didn't teach them, that's when you really, that's when you really, uh, you know, that's when you fall in love. That's when you fall in love. That's when you yeah. understand like the whole, the whole like the loving whole, your like, child. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so this, they're making a movie about this guy <laughs> who invented the flaming hot Cheetos. Uh-huh. But guess what? 
What? He didn't actually invent the flaming Hot Cheetos. He's just like oh, a guy. Oh, yeah. Antonio Meucci did. Uh, One year before Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell. For the last decade, Richard Montañez has been telling the story of how he invented flaming Hot Cheetos. The world has been eating it up. It goes like this. He was working as a janitor at Frito-Lay's Rancho, Rancho Cucamonga plant when he dreamed up a chili-covered Cheeto and believed in himself enough to call up the chief executive to pitch his, pitch his spicy idea. Uh-huh. Uh, blah, 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 blah. This all, this all sounds fake. <laughs> yeah. So. Watching his many recorded speaking engagements, it's easy to see why his story has taken off. Montañez is a charismatic speaker, and his tale of a Mexican-American underdog whose ingenuity conquered the corporate world is a rags-to-riches fable baked into the origin of a wildly popular snack. Mm. Uh, Montañez has built a lucrative second career out of telling and selling his story, Mm. appearing at events for Target, Walmart, Harvard, and USC, among others, and commanding fees of $10,000 to $50,000 per appearance. What? His second memoir, Flamin' Hot, the incredible true story of one man's rise Wait, from janitor f- to top what's executive. What's the first memoir about? <laughs> it's the time before he was a janitor. What's the first one about? Why, like, the, the publisher must have been like, "Wait, you're not going to talk about inventing the flaming hot at all in the first one?" He's like, you, "They got away for the yeah, second yeah, yeah, yeah. one." The Actually, second one is one I really said. You know who did this is Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He wrote. Uh, a whole book about another band he was in. No, he wrote a whole book that goes up to the point where he started, uh, where he joined Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then he's saving saving all of the Chili Pepper stuff for the second memoir. I mean, I get that a little bit, because I can imagine Flea's first, what, 16 years were pretty wild. I mean, it was pretty good. I liked the book. Yeah? And I feel like Flea has done enough living to maybe like support that much memoir. But right. Anyway, a biopic based on his life to be directed by Eva Longoria and produced by Christian super producer Devon Franklin for Searchlight Pictures is set I'm to sorry, begin. Christian film- super? They, there's a Christian super producer? Apparently this is like uh, kind of a Christian movie. faith-based adjacent, which uh, I did not know actually until I read that paragraph. Oh, wow. Um, there's just one problem. Montañez didn't invent Flamin' Hot Cheetos. According to interviews with more than a dozen former Frito-Lay employees, the archival record and Frito-Lay itself. None of our records show that Richard was involved in any capacity. How did he, how did he get this far? In the Flamin' Hot Test How did he get market. this far? How did he get, like... Two memoirs. <laughs> we have interviewed multiple Deep. personnel who were involved in the test market, and all of them indicate that Richard was not involved in any capacity in the test market. Uh, see, the thing about this is his story is better brand story than the actual brand story. Right, because the actual brand story, I'm sure, is like, yeah, we had our food scientists trying a bunch of shit, and then <laughs> yeah. eventually, you know, that's how it works is they got food science people that doesn't mean we don't celebrate richard the statement continued but yeah. the facts do not support the urban legend flaming hots were created by a team of hotshot snack food professionals starting in 1989 in the corporate offices of frito-lay's headquarters in plano texas much worse story yeah so much more boring first of all hot shot fuck off <laughs> yeah hot shot yeah, brand executives fuck off yeah i have i have pitch <laughs> this yeah. is the same voice for every guy <laughs> I pitched new chip. Okay, new chip idea. New chip idea. Chip tastes like gun. No, <laughs> no. You should pitch that now. Chip, I mean, chip tastes like blood. No, no. New idea. That is new idea. honestly new, uh, chili lime. No, they got uh, they got um, the the water called like liquid death. That's like a huge 
yeah. thing now. I feel like if you came out with gun flavored, gun barrel flavored potato chips. <laughs> gun barrel is yeah. very specific. <laughs> gun barrel is just like, for those of you who want to fucking die, chew on this for a little bit. For... They could just have that like scene of Mel Gibson in the first lethal weapon. <laughs> That's a really good idea. A gun barrel flavor. That's really good, actually. A junior employee with a freshly minted MBA named Lynn Greenfield got the assignment to develop the brand. She came up with the flaming Hot name and shepherded the line into existence. Montañez did live out a less Hollywood version of his story, ascending from a plant worker to a director focused on marketing. He also pitched new product initiatives, which may have changed the path of his career. Uh, but Montañez began taking public credit for inventing Flamin' Hots in the late 2000s, nearly two decades after they were invented. Uh, first, he talked about it in speeches at local business and philanthropy award ceremonies. Dude. Then the online media, hungry for a feel-good story, took his claims viral. And nobody at Frito-Lay stopped him. Most of the original Flamin' Hot team had retired by the 2000s, but the few who remained let the story spread unchecked. Uh Greenfield contacted Frito-Lay in 2018 after first seeing that Montañez was taking credit for Flamin' Hot Cheetos, triggering a company investigation. That process unearthed evidence calling his account into question and led the company to the conclusion it shared with the Times. We value Richard's many contributions to our company, especially his insights into Hispanic consumers, but we do not credit the cre creation of Flamin' Hot Cheetos or any Flamin' Hot... See, the thing is, like his real story is just as good. Like He didn't come up with Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but he invented the brand story for Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Which, like, he was smart and, enough to realize, like, hey, wouldn't it be a cooler story if the Mexican janitor at Frito-Lay, like, came yeah. up with the idea of Flamin' Hot Cheetos? And yeah. Frito-Lay was kind of just like, yeah, yeah, that is yeah, a better story. Like, <laughs> like, will hunting muy bien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bueno, will hunting. Bueno, will hunting. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's it's a better story. And we are living in a time where, like, just inventing a better brand story, like, they're going to make a movie about that is what's going to happen. Ugh, I hate brands. Yeah. Uh, according to Eva Longoria, we never set out to tell the history of Cheeto. We are telling Richard Montagna's story. It's a fake story. We're telling his truth. That's not... Mm, <laughs> I love Christians. I love Christians. Oh, his truth. It's a capital T truth. So it can be a lie uh, without anyone calling it out uh, that story never sorry uh it's been shadowed by a blockbuster times story the sorry the movie's been shadowed by a blockbuster times story disproving montagna's account of his role in the origin uh published in 2021 when the film was already in development nevertheless the project moved forward that story never affected us, Longoria said in a recent phone interview. Feels like LA Times would have better resources dedicated to more important things. First of all, since when has the LA Times had better resources to focus on more important things? <laughs> yeah. This is their beat. <laughs> First of all, uh, this shows that you know nothing about you the know, newspaper industry. Yeah, and especially <laughs> nothing about my fucking local newspaper, which is basically just a trade paper for promoting new movies. That's what that's what it is. It's a movies newspaper. I mean, I feel like she could just be honest. Um, like, yeah, yeah, it's a good story. It was already in development. Uh, uh, we're, we're already making it. It's going to be a good movie. It being kind of fake is like, I mean, the yeah. victors write the fucking yeah. histories. 
Like what's what's worse, us telling this lie or like the entire ending of Argo? Like yeah, right, exactly. Wait, what? Argo not real. <laughs> what? Or you... like Zero Dark Thirty, where like the entire thing is pretty fake. Zero Dark Thirty not real. Mm. How they find your son of the Lord in there? Turn off in the chat if you know how they found. But Osama I feel I like that they're shade. He's she, she's trying I think to. It was torture. She's trying to shade them for just like pointing out the basic fact that you know the movie's based on like a guy's fake story. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's because they already made it, and she doesn't want to. Yeah, she doesn't want to admit that when she heard that it was all fake, she was like, "Fuck." I mean, it goes. This is like my. This is going to be my big one. It goes to your point about, you know, people talking about Feinstein, which is like the defense for any of this shit is to immediately go into like touchy feely, uh, like social justice language. Yeah. Now, or it's like, oh, we're telling his truth. Yeah, right. It's like, okay, but. Well, that's very (laughs) specifically Christian language, like telling his truth to me. Like, I don't know that it's specifically Christian. I feel like they're doing the same thing that. Uh, the the big Elizabeth Holmes prof- profile yeah, that's, this week that's where it's true. like that's true. was she a scammer or is it really that like people don't want to see a strong woman yeah succeed? people people hate her girl boss and it's like yeah I mean <laughs> like she really isn't different than that much different than like other tech founders but like you can't except for you the... can't you can't use it as a defense when it's 100 true right and except for like i'm sorry but if your fucking app is made and distributed uh based totally on just fucking hot air that you just blowing yeah. out and like fake buzz that doesn't hurt nobody but like being like we have your medical results you yeah. do not have cancer is like yeah. super fucked up like what are you talking about i'm just That's... imagining the mori the mori segment yeah yeah you are not the father but you got AIDS <laughs> don't know how it happened yeah it is uh like uh, the, the, it's true they do use that language there too but i feel like when she, when you when you read that out. I was like, I hear a capital T truth in that. And and that that feels as soon as you said it was like, you know, a Christian super producer, I was like, the the faith-based aspect of this is gonna change the calculus as to how much they're willing <laughs> to lie. Or mm-hmm. or how much they're willing to swallow that's not true and like embellish. Or I think it's more that they're just uh holding tight to the fact like they're not acknowledging the untruth of it it was like they're like no that's not the point though yeah it's like well but yeah but you the whole point of you made it the point it's a by making a movie about it right yeah that is the point okay hold on someone just someone just said it took 20 years after the movie came out for someone to be like oh yeah the guy in catch me if you can made all that shit up wait which shit because he was making shit up as he was Frank McNeil Jr. was a con. Is he saying he made up the thing where he made stuff up? Dude. Inception, dude. Dude, that's Inception level shit. My brain. Uh, Richard's story is our story. We are all Richard Montagna, as she said. We're all dick. There's been a time in our lives where somebody said, no, 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 ideas don't come from people like you. No, 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 that job isn't for somebody who looks like you. Okay, yeah, all right. No, no, you're no, right. I don't think you're it's, quite it's, qualified okay, for that. Okay, it's not the Christian thing. <laughs> and so I think we are all going to relate to his perseverance and his belief in himself, how he was just like, why not? 
He dared to ask by why not me? But why not me? See, the thing is, like, <sighs> he did do that. Right, but, but about not, making up a story. But not, not in the way that she's saying. Yes, like, yeah, he did do that. He said, why not? Why can't I just invent this brand yeah. story? And he did. And I he mean, did. like, he Colonel Sanders wasn't an actual colonel either. Right. right. That's a good... I like the idea that someone could just be a self-appointed Colonel Sanders. Like, yeah. you didn't have to even be part of the the chicken company. <laughs> you could just be like, oh, yeah. Those are those are my. I'm gonna start that doing was it. my twenty blend of twenty seven spices. I invented the Szechuan sauce at McDonald's for Mulan. <laughs> that was me. Uh-huh. I was the first one to say, "What if we made Szechuan sauce?" And I I talked to Ronald McDonald himself. I went up to him. I said, "Hi, Mister Clown," and uh, and I said, "Have you thought of uh, Chinese Szechuan sauce?" Mm. And I was working as a janitor at the time. Oh, yeah? When did you get that job? When I was 16. Okay. I, I really did. I worked at McDonald's. Yeah, I do. I, was, I remember that. Yeah, I worked at McDonald's. Um, I, I wasn't just the janitor. Mm. Well, I wasn't the really the janitor at all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was working the cashier, mm-hmm. and I made the fries. So, okay. And I made the Szechuan sauce. So. Prove me wrong. I feel like. The, oh, a Jew can't make Szechuan yeah. sauce? I looked in the mirror, and I said. Why not me? Why does it always have to be Irish clowns who make all the sauces at McDonald's? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, when is it going to be a Jew's turn to make Sichuan mm-hmm. sauce? And I did. That's good. No, but so when you worked at McDonald's, yeah, is it really the way we think it is where people order a thing and there's like a picture of a Big Mac no. on the cash register? No, they, no. They, there was like, I mean, I bet there is now mm-hmm. because why wouldn't there be? <laughs> But at the time, it was like there was a, a, like a, a code you had to put in. Yeah, there was a menu. It was like a it was a whole thing. I had to like learn a little bit of how to use the the computer guy, mm. um, as it's famously called at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. that's that's Matt. He's computer guy. Yeah, he puts it into computer guy. He tells computer guy one burger plain. Uh, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I had to learn some stuff. Guy I, called me retarded. It was great. Mm, a customer. Customer called me retarded. What'd you do wrong? Um, I got, I didn't even get his order wrong. It was like, while he was saying his order, I repeated it back wrong. And he said, you know, I know that 90% of the pop, he was black. Mm. I know that 90% of the pop, he was very old. Okay. I know that 90%, he's kind of a jazz Mm -hmm, guy. mm -hmm. He's like, I know that 90% of the population is retarded, but you're not retarded. Are you? Looks at my name tag. Matthew. Wow. Yeah. And I went, no, sir, I'm not retarded. Which is like. He was doing like a reverse bagger Vance on you. Yeah. 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 He was not uh, magical. He was not, <laughs> well, no. he was not there to uh, uplift you. No, he was. Yeah. He was reverse bagger. Exactly. He was, yeah. he was actually there. To, to, <laughs> he, was, he was there me. to bolster your imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like, I'm, now I'm worse at golf. <laughs> Can you get this caddy out of here? <laughs> I don't give a shit. He's magical. He's making me bad. <laughs> he keeps undermining me. He's undermining me. I, I usually do great. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Did you? So I, I, I remember around that time, I feel like a friend was working at McDonald's and there was someone who had come in and they lived in one of the big and tasty test markets, but we didn't have the big and tasty. Yet. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, and so yeah, he was yeah. like trying to order a big and tasty. Yeah. And the, and he was like, I don't, sir, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's not a thing. And the guy was like, 
it was kind of like a, oh, a Mandela effect thing where he's like, are you fucking gaslighting me right he now? Was like, like, uh, I, I know they're tasty, big and tasty every week. They're delicious. Will you just give me one? Yeah. And they're like, sure, there is no big and tasty, <laughs> sir. And they, all of a sudden they call like one of those like, we old, only got spaghetti. Old school mental hospital guys with a butterfly catcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, sir. You can get your big and tasty in the van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come with me, Napoleon. We God. have plenty, plenty of big and tasties. <laughs> Napoleon. No, no, I used to have big and tasty. No, yeah, I remember. Um, but they released big and tasty wide, right? That was everywhere, wasn't it? It was, but all things eventually. Well, yeah, like there's always like a test market stuff, and then there's a lot of stuff that starts in certain markets and like doesn't go to the broader market right away. But like in the pre Google age, you wouldn't know that. Like now you could just be like, Oh, what's this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it in? Uh, I think in Canada, I want to say they have like a chicken big Mac where it's like a big Mac with McChicken patties where I'm like, Oh man, I don't want that thing. Oh, I don't want that. Oh, I do. I don't like that uh, idea. But yeah, but like now, now like we know about those things and we know about secret menus cause you can just Google that shit. But back in the day, that's true. Like someone could just tell you like, Oh yeah, we've ne- what are you talking about? Big Mac. We never heard of it. Right. Yeah. And you would just be like, what am I losing my mind? Right. You could go to a different McDonald's and find out like, uh, they're the ones that still put the cocaine in the Coca-Cola. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I have one piece of content. Oh, wow. You waited until now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know uh, if it's any good. You don't have to um, shit on your own ideas. You could just. No, but I need to shit on it. Um, okay. Someone asked, is the Sopranos, is the only Sopranos pod still going? Yes, it's a, it's a The Wire pod now. It's called Pod Yourself a Gun. The Wire edition. It's actually called Pod Yourself the Wire. It just it, it's called Pod Yourself the Wire, and it's on the Pod Yourself a Gun feed. It's totally fine. The show is called Pod Yourself. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's still going on. Anyways, um, uh, have you ever seen Sling Blade? I still haven't. I keep meaning to watch it. And I still me haven't too seen it. for years and years. Oh, you haven't seen it? Never seen it. Oh, I thought you did the voice because you'd seen it and like Brent Reinberg Daters. No, because yeah. I just know other people said Brent Reinberg. We should uh, watch. Have it you for ever a pod. seen the trailer? No. Okay, we're gonna watch the oh, trailer because I just watched it, uh, and I was enthralled. <laughs> I remember so when speak. it came out. Yeah, I it, remember when it was a thing. It was sort of like the era. Of the outsider auteur, I feel like there was Life is Beautiful, and then there was Sling Blade, where it was like, oh, yeah, this weird guy just made this movie, and it was... uh... Right, so the thing that I didn't know was that Billy Bob Thornton uh, wrote, directed, and starred in Sling Blade. Yeah, like I said, the outsider auteur era. Like, uh, he was like, he's like the positive version of Troy Duffy. Right, exactly. Um, and like the career that he made from it, I think is fantastic because I love Billy Bob Thorne. I think he's a really fantastic yeah, actor. I do too. And I didn't know that his origin story was this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I knew that he was in a movie where he played like some sort of You know how you can tell that, you, that he had like a weird origin story is because you look at him and you just you see what he right. looks like. Yeah, you're, you're like, like well, how? Obviously how did he do it? That guy would not have come through Hollywood in the traditional way. Yeah, yeah. So it's clear that talent has brought him a, mm-hmm. a long way. Um but yeah, so for years I was always just like, yeah, that's like I don't know, that's his my left foot uh, or his uh, sure. 
fucking Forrest Gump, but I didn't know it was actually his, his Boondock Saints. His, yeah, his Goodwill Hunting. His Goodwill Hunting. Um, and so I was like, <laughs> his stupid Will Hunting. His, <laughs> he did the reverse. <laughs> he flipped it on him. Uh, so I decided <laughs> he just goes, <laughs> he just smeared his shit on the equation on the wall and people were like, what's wrong with that guy? So I decided to watch the trailer for it. Um, uh, and I want to share it. Do you think that's where Montanez got his, like, I was a janitor story is like partly from Goodwill hunting. Um, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's where you get that story. Uh, okay. So, uh, just presented without comment. This is the trailer for <laughs> Sling Blade. In a few minutes, we're going to be in a room with a killer. Well, you don't know what I'm doing in here. Okay, so I did not know how over the top this accent was. I didn't know the music was that over top. Like it was like a horror movie. This movie does not know what genre it is. And the the trailer doesn't know. Uh, And here we go. I killed some folks quite a while back. They told me I'm well from it now. Why are you letting him out? He's free. His time's up. That's the rules. This was a Miramax movie, so you know, like Har- Harvey Weinstein was integral to oh, yeah. this promotional process, by yeah. the way. After 25 years, Carl Childers is coming back to his hometown. Carl, see if you can figure out what's wrong with this thing. It won't crank up, and everything seems to be put together, right? It ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> He never had. My name's Frank Wheaton. What's your name? Carl's my name. Who's that strange looking man behind you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundromat. Nice to meet you, Carl. And a family he has always wanted. Mama said you can stay over with us. I like the way you talk. Okay, I forgot that there used to be trailer guy voice in all of these movies oh, yeah. before. Okay, it was great. And uh, it is like wild the amount of heavy lifting trailer guys doing oh. this he is he's he's doing the whole story well i like what you don't you still retarded are you stop though mama has a boyfriend he threatened to kill her if she ever left him. and you're gonna learn to live with my rules doyle is a monster but when the darkness comes back into his life he's mean to you and your mama he's forced to make a difference okay look at this shot <laughs> you got everybody in there <laughs> Like, this is, he, he wrote and directed this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Decision he hasn't had to make in 25 years. I'm going to kill you dead in a doornail. Wow. Starring Dwight Yoakam, John Ritter, J.T. Walsh. Written, directed, and starring Billy Bob Thornton. Will you ever kill anybody again, Carl? I don't reckon I got no reason to kill nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Is this movie bad? I don't know, but I want to watch it now. I I can't be bad because it's got Billy Bob in it and it's got all those good actors. I mean, listen, it's got That was a hell of a cast. J.T. Walsh, John Ritter, and Dwight Yoakam? Yeah, no. Sign me up. And Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. But- um, and that kid is like pretty famous now too. Yeah, right. That kid looked hella familiar. Yeah, was that Paul is. Walker? <laughs> no, it's not Paul Walker. But it's the other guy. It's like Paul, the Tokyo Drift guy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. What's that guy's name? Uh, Paul Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm having fun. 
I want to feel. I feel like his name's like Luke or Lucas or some shit. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Played. Later. I just got out. Why are you letting him out? He's free. His time's. Is oh, coming back to his hometown. <laughs> Why are you doing it you can't out what's wrong with this thing. It won't crank up and everything seems to be put together, right? This is what? It ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't got no gas. Like what? I like the, the era of pop culture we're in where we just like rediscover things from four and five years ago. Yeah. Like we keep doing this with network TV now because mm-hmm. network TV shows, uh, like if you if you watch HBO. Uh, like I feel like most of our demographic does. Like sure. if Succession is a big show to you, you have no idea what's happening on network TV, yes, and right. it's like a it's like a dispatch from like a foreign country. Yeah. Uh, please play the clip from the Good Doctor <laughs> oh, that I sent you. Yes, we have to get into the Good Doctor. Because um, okay, so this is the new. Uh, it's it's like Walker told me I have AIDS. The the Walker yes. told me I have AIDS clip mixed with uh, the scene from One Tree Hill where the dog eats that guy's heart transplant. Yes. <laughs> okay. So first, so, yeah. Uh, the Good Doctor, if you don't know, is a show about a a kid who's got uh, yeah. who's autistic. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. He's autistic, Doogie Howser, yeah. sort of boy i'm a girl you're transgender yes no quinn has xy chromosomes like jared and me not xx like you science says he's male no quinn has gender dysphoria her assigned gender is not the one she identifies with she's mismatched dr murphy but biologically and biologically how do you know you're supposed to be a boy your question doesn't make sense i'm not supposed to be anything i am a boy biologically that's it sorry i thought you were gonna play the other clip Oh, I mean, can I just say right off the bat, um, I am very much enjoying that the, the show's got a, a guy playing a, an autistic guy and a and a I think a little is that not a little girl playing uh, a trans person? Yes. Or is it, yes. And uh, and it's just like been on the air for six years and no one noticed and no, no one noticed. No one, no one was like, wait, I said like no yeah. discourse <laughs> no. came out of it. Zero. And I think that's actually beautiful. And probably seven times as many people saw that as are watching Succession. Yeah, no, it, which th- it just makes it so much better. Uh, okay, I found the clip that that you sent. Um, okay, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> let me share it. Uh, da, 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 da. It's also a funny premise for a show because it's like, what if a doctor didn't have a good bedside manner? <laughs> and it's like, oh, you mean like most doctors? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, where is it? It's in here somewhere. It's in your email. No, I know, but I just oh, I clicked God. it. I clicked it. It is okay. It's not that. It, That's the one. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. So I know, but I have to. There it is. Okay. Here we go. You really suck at lying. I know. Too bad. It's an important social skill. So how do you know when to lie? When people need to know things, they need to know. If they don't, lie through your teeth and feel good about it. What if they need to know the truth, but it'll hurt them? <laughs> Some not... can handle it. Some can't. So how do you know who can and who can't? You tell the truth. If they like you after, then you'll know. If they don't, then it doesn't really matter anyway.
You have cancer. <laughs> you really suck. <laughs> a great mean, button to that scene. It is. It's so that that kid, um, the guy playing the autistic doctor, uh-huh. is the kid from Finding Neverland. Oh, I never saw that. Oh, it's so good. They do they find it? I loved that movie. I really liked that movie. That's like one of the. Uh, that was before. That was when Johnny Depp like actually was still a good actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. I think he's still a good actor. He just uh, he needs to stop trying to be in movies that are about pirates. I think yeah, somewhere between yeah, it was probably Pirates of the Caribbean. I was gonna say that it was Alice in Wonderland when he yeah, stopped that, being a good actor, but uh, I think I think you're probably right that it was. Fried <laughs> I think it was probably. <laughs> When when he played Keith Richards and everybody was like, oh, go look, he played Keith Richards as a pirate. What a good idea. So smart. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just like stuck on the good doctor being, he's he's autistic and they're, the the acting choice is um, talk like robot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it, it's amazing to me because for years I was like, what is good? What is a good doctor? Could be anything. And the fact that it is this and nobody well, knew. Sia made that movie about an right? autistic kid yes. and, and just got ruined for it. Destroyed. And this is so much worse. It's so much worse. <laughs> it just, it's just, he's like transphobic. He's just going around <laughs> telling kids they got AIDS and shit. Like he's, uh, he is. And also, he's like a teen, so there's like more going on there. Like mm. he's he's very young, and he has no social skills, but he's just a damn good surgeon. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's teaching the nation's olds how to not be so problematic. I think is that is that is it? I hope it maybe because it's like oh yeah, he didn't know about trans people because you know he's autistic <laughs> i love that just all the fucking which is weird which all is the not hogs true life, watching but. just <laughs> going like oh man you know if that little fucking retard could learn something <laughs> then then i could learn too mad you can't i'm saying that's what they would <laughs> oh, say yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not you're doing, me you're doing a character i'm yeah. doing them jojo I, i'm doing the fucking Hogs who would watch that show and learn something from it. Um, at the same time, you know, maybe they do. I just am not a believer that uh, that hogs learn from content. Well, yeah, I think that's true to our experience. That's my experience with, uh, you know, like, you know, people watching TV and uh, saying like, oh, the Daily Show is going to change the world because mm. they show the hypocrisy. I'm like, nah, people, they're, they're not learning nothing from it. No, no, no learning. They're not learning, dude. No. And so... God bless them. Yeah. I'm not mad. I'm actually laughing. Yeah, exactly. Same. <laughs> Same. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Was that a live fraud? I think that was a live fraud. Oh, my God. God. Did people really enjoy me looking uh, like at, like us looking at our laptops while sitting on a couch? Does that really like add to the experience? Yeah. Like, sign off in the chat if you uh, think this is good. Give us heart. Uh, we'll wait. <laughs> uh, hell, yeah. If uh, anyone is wondering why the camera is moving like that, there's a ceiling fan above, and mm. the camera's on this really thin plastic uh, fucking uh, a stand. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you guys must have such a hard time filming your sex tapes with that thing. It's probably like bro falling down. And if I ever 
film the sex tape. From all the shaking? I wouldn't use the goddamn Sony Handycam. Why not? Because it's just... Oh, it's only for filming yourself jacking off. That's yeah, that's for, that's for filming myself coming in my own mouth. Oh, okay. Handy. Mm. Cam. Uh, yeah, dude, I think that was a great pod. Yeah. What, what, what are the comments saying before we get out of here? We go, uh, he keeps telling me to call. Oh, I missed the context there. Hell yeah, love watching people looking at their laptops. I think they meant that sincerely. Jordan Peterson wants to film a sex tape too. All good comments. Show Vince's rugby scar. Which one? The one that you were talking about, where the Jamaican lady said, oh, "Real yeah. man have scar." No, it's not a scar. It's just a, it's just a red mark. Oh, maybe he's talking about a different rugby scar. I have a discoloration right there. How do I just not show any comments? Oh, here's the thing. Being binded on. Look, look what you can do. Check this. Donate patreon.com broadcast oh, at gmail.com. Yeah. Vince Mancini eats men's weenies. Mm. Well, I think that's a pod. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's All right. Thank you uh, so much for being our guest, computer. Mm. And uh, patreon.com slash broadcast for all of the bonus episodes. We're going to be putting the audio of this on that. And um, and vincemancini.substack.com. That's right. Yeah. He's on Substack now. You can read my articles free of ads, which is actually, you know, that's a, that's a benefit now. Absolutely. Ad free. Oh, look at this. This guy's name is Matt Lieb, number one fan. Is that Francesca? <laughs> I bet it's Francesca. Um, yeah. So... VinceMancini.substack.com. Subscribe now. And the 10,000th subscriber, mm. Vince will show whole. At a certain point, I'm going to figure out how to make it so you can get a code to show that you like subscribe to yeah. the Patreon already and get like a discount right. on the Substack. I don't know how to do that right now. We don't know how to do that. Uh, at some point. There'll be a way. Happen. Yeah. Someone sign off in the chat if you know how to do that. Um, so yeah, check that out. And then of course, listen to the new season of Pod Yourself, The Wire on the Pod Yourself Gun feed. You can uh, you can listen to all that by subscribing. Frogcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, and concerns. Vince, what is the Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. All righty, Rue, everybody. Thanks again so much for listening and for watching this uh, hastily put together, uh, you know, fucking thing. And until next time, good night and good chins. <laughs>